All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the road pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. Hey, what's happening? This is The Void Show on Active FM. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for being part of us. I really hope you're looking forward to the show. I really hope you're so excited and really looking onto what you're going to be getting out of the show today, right? I mean, I'm so excited. I'm looking forward to what you're going to be learning. As you surely might have seen that we will be speaking about planet Earth we will be speaking about home. That's why we said let's come back home. And that's a bit quiet because we have almost discussed literally everything in the universe. But we haven't really spoken about Earth. And I know that's a bit extreme, right? We, I mean, we haven't even like got 10% of what's in the universe. But then you get my point, right? We have discussed plenty of things in the universe. You name them. Your black holes, your your galaxies, your stars, your 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 what the your the interstellar medium, your planets, your comets, your your asteroids, right? You name them. We have discussed that. Okay? But we haven't really spoken about Earth. Isn't that odd? It's actually reminding me of a story that we were once told, and I was very young by then, I think I was about, um, I was doing grade six, if not four, and this story was about this great giant, okay, uh, that used to feed on animals, okay, so people back in the time, obviously, we would measure how wealthy they are, depending on what you know, how many animals they have, right? Um, those that had big amounts of animals, you know, great animals, your cattle, your sheep, your goats, they would be rich, okay? So there was a giant that used to live in exotic areas and it would come in the village only when it was hungry, okay? And because it fed on animals, then when it came, because it's so great that it used to, you know, frighten these people, they would then give it they are animals, okay? Then it would feed on the animals, and it kept getting bigger and bigger as it came, right? Because it fed on these animals. So these people were so scared that one day it came, and it had finished all the animals of the people, eh? There were no more animals for it. And, you know, one thing that was very bad about this giant was that it had not seen itself, okay? And so there was a very young, brilliant lady who said, okay... Now we have ran out of food, and they were so scared because, you know, it was going to now eat them. She said, um, we have ran out of food, but you know what? I have got one last great meal for you that if you could eat it, you're no longer going to get hungry again. And so she said, follow me. And you know where she took the giant? She took the giant to a dam, right? Uh... I don't know, you can call it a dam, a river, but it had to be a very big one, right? And this lady said, okay, kneel down, kneel down. As you can imagine, this great giant kneeling down uh, before the river and looking into the river, okay? So she said, look into the river. If you want that meat, it's inside the mirror. And obviously, when this giant looks into the mirror, 
it sees itself, right? Because, I mean, that's a reflection, okay? So it sees itself. It was a beautiful, bright day. And so it sees itself. And the lady's like, if you want that meat, you're going to have to reach out to the river and get it. And I mean, you know what happened then. You can guess what happened. Uh, the giant had not seen itself yet. And obviously, it's seeing this big meat. And it's hungry. And it tried to reach out. And when it reached out, obviously the water was, you know, pacing and it fell into the water and that's what, that was the defeat, right? So that's a beautiful story, but, um, my point is we don't want to be people like that, right? We don't want to know home. We don't want to know how we look like. So today, that's actually what we're going to be learning, right? We're going to be speaking about earth, the shape of earth. Uh, you know, um, some crazy and fun properties about Earth. And um, right after this, we will be speaking more about that. Stay tuned. Music. Right, so let us get started, right? Um, we're speaking about planet Earth and we are coming back home, okay? So planet Earth would obviously be the third planet away from the sun, right? And, you know, what's interesting is when you start to look at our solar system and our solar system would be our sun and its planet, okay? Our sun, not planet, but planets, right? So it would be our sun and whatever that's in the sun's vicinity from the sun to the peripheral areas of the sun, okay? That would be our solar system. Now, when you look at our solar system, it's so beautifully made, it's so beautifully designed that you can literally see its distinctive features, right? So what we would normally say about our solar system because it's an observational classification, okay? You would start to see that there's a difference or there's a way that our planets are actually arranged, okay? The, 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 there's a difference in a way that our planets are actually arranged, right? But Because when you start to look at our solar system, you would see that from the sun, the very first four planets are very, very small. They are high-density planets, and they either have very less moons, right, like a very low number of moons, or they don't have moons at all, okay? You know that Earth has got one moon, Mars has got two moons, Phobos and Deimos, right? So, so, so that's the difference. But when you start to go from your fifth planet to your eighth planet, which is would be your Jupiter, your Saturn, your Uranus, and your Neptune, those are very, very, very huge planets compared to the four first planets, okay? They are very low-density planets, 
and they are just made up of gas. That's why they are called gas giants, planets, right? And what are we meaning? What are we talking about when we're speaking about the density? We actually going to be speaking about that, but but for now, you can just sort of think of the density as um um the 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 half of the surface which means if, if you can stand on the surface of a planet without penetrating then it would be having a high density okay but if you can literally not be able to stand on the surface of the planet it's got very low density water and um and your house right your house is obviously more denser than water okay it's pretty much that so the last four planets jupiter saturn uranus and neptune those are gas giants planets They're extremely huge that inside of them you can literally fit a certain number of earths okay and they're just gas giants planets you can't stand on the surface of that planet you'd literally penetrate if we would assume that you would actually get to that planet, right? But the very first four planets, they very high dense. You stand a chance of standing on the planet, okay? Although there would then be factor like pressure, right? Like I mean, maybe on Venus, it's 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 a very high pressured planet that you would literally get crushed when you get on the surface. But it's it's things like that, just things like that that go into account, right? So obviously, then planet Earth would be the third planet from the sun okay and on the shape of planet earth i mean you know there are, there are plenty of satellites in in space right there, there are plenty of satellites in, in in space and the photographs of earth taken from these satellites taken from these rockets taken from these spacecrafts, you know, far above the surface of Earth. They do show the distinctive curvature of Earth, right? And that indicates that Earth is nearly round, okay? And, you know, even way before these satellites could be in space, even way before we can even speak about the technological advances that sort of revealed to us that Earth is actually round. People back in time still knew that Earth is actually round, okay? For example, it was known that lunar ellipse inferred a round shape of earth okay because people knew that when they saw the lunar ellipse they knew that the moon is coming into the earth's shadow okay we have spoken about the lunar ellipse before you've got the sun you've got earth you've got earth and then with the moon okay so earth is in the middle of the sun and the moon but when they are starting to align in that way, obviously the moon would then have to come in front of the earth, okay? And when it gets in front of the earth, literally in front of earth, it starts to get in earth's shadow, okay? Bit by bit, 
gradually so. It starts to get into Earth's shadow. And as it gets into Earth's shadow, you can literally see the curvature of Earth. Right? Because Earth is casting its shadow on the moon. So you literally see Earth's shadow, um, you know, casting this curvature, a circular curvature. And that, that does not mean... Um, Earth is a circle, okay? A circle and a sphere are two different things. But obviously, when you look at the moon, it would be that shape, right? Because if it were a circle, then you would not have that shape. It would be a different thing, okay? Because a circle, either way, could be a two-dimensional object, right? But we're not speaking about that. So, so they knew because they then saw that shape of Earth, making a curvature on 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 the moon right and they knew that earth is actually a sphere right based on that and besides that you literally look at every other thing in the universe uh, your your stars your planets the moon they are all spherical okay and and yeah but you know the other thing about the shape of earth is that it's not actually a perfect sphere Okay, it's not actually a ball perfect sphere, but it's actually slightly flattened. Okay, and there's data to reveal this. There's data to reveal this. Um, it's slightly flattened, and it is because of Earth's rotation. Okay, so it's pretty much like when you look at um, Saturn, planet Saturn, right? So it's 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 not as perfect sphere as well, but it's it, it it it's slightly flattened, right? And that's because remember the planets are actually as much as they are revolving around the sun, but they are spinning around their axis as well. So if a planet is going to be spinning much faster, then it would sort of bulge at the poles. It would bulge at the poles. Imagine yourself spinning a ball. If you would spin it fast enough. It would want to be flat okay a balloon think of a balloon and you put in some water in it right if you would spin that balloon it's gonna get flat and flat and flat okay it's gonna bulge okay we say it's bulging okay so it's pretty much the same thing with planet Saturn it's a gas giant planet it spins fast and it bulges at the poles okay Pretty much the same thing with Earth. It's spinning, and that's why we have day and night, okay? It's spinning, and because of that, um, um, it's actually sort of bulging, but not at two poles. That's interesting thing about Earth. Not at two poles, but you find that um, um, it's, 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 it's slightly more flattened on the South Pole, than on the North Pole, okay? We are in the South Pole, so it's slightly flattened in the South Pole than in the North Pole, and that kind of makes Earth's shape uh, slightly pear-shaped, okay? But you don't really see that, because it's it's really, really uh, small that it literally, you can say it's negligible somehow. So it's pretty much the same reason on why Saturn, uh, you know, is flattened at, at, at the poles. It's because, you know, it's, 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 it's the forces of rotation. As, 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 can't speak now. As Earth spins, then, you know, we would speak about the forces of rotation 
and it would somehow deform and things like that, right? And um, we would then start to speak about some of the data, um, the the diameter of Earth. That's that's about um, twelve, uh, not twelve. Yeah, yeah, twelve thousand seven hundred and forty something, right? We can say it's approximately twelve thousand seven hundred kilometers, right? That's pretty huge. That's the diameter of Earth, which means if you would assume. Okay, never mind. It's just a diameter of Earth, okay? And and um, uh, uh, from pole to pole, of course, that's how we define the the the, the diameter, right? And um, it's about. Uh, then we would speak about around the equator. Of course, there's a, there, there would be a difference between the diameter around the equator and and from pole to pole. But um, really, really really small difference okay and those kind of measurements they actually also reveal that um, the southern hemisphere is a bit more bulging and flattened than the southern the, the northern hemisphere okay and we'll be speaking about the mass of earth um, you know the density as well which really um, uh, uh, so uh, I mean we would actually speak about the mass of the Earth, and the, the mass of the Earth would actually mean we we would actually be speaking about uh, the amount of matter, right? That's concentrated on Earth, right? We know that mass and weight are two different things, right? Um, uh, so so mass is okay. So mass we have spoken about this, okay? If you want to know your weight. If you are going to speak about your weight, if you say I'm losing weight, that's not really uh, 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 accurate. Okay, you can have to say you, you lose a mess, right? Because weight is not your property. You you, you don't lose weight, <laughs> right? Although mess affects weight, but you don't lose weight. You lose mess. Okay, when we speak about weight, weight is just a measure of gravity measure of gravity how much is earth pulling you towards it that's what weight is so you don't really lose weight you, you don't lose weight you lose mass right because mass is a property if it go to the moon you would have a different weight not because you went to a gym but because you went to the moon right but you've got you would have the same mass so if you go to the gym you are losing mass not weight okay so so that's pretty much it we should uh, different differentiate those there so the mass is is your property right that's your mass if you go to the gym you lose mass not weight okay although they affect each other because weight is gravity and gravity depends on mass okay the whole mathematical equations that describe that so let's play a song um active worship saying to you joy and after this we'll be continuing to speak more about earth
collective worship for saying to you joy thank you so much for still having joined us uh thank you so much for being here thank you so much for tuning in if you are still here it means you are loving what we're speaking about today and of course we are discussing planet earth we are speaking about the home you know i mean anyone you can think of has lived on this planet there's no one that you can think of that has never lived on this planet right you don't have families that are walking around in andromeda galaxy right anyone you think of your future partner you think of your children you think of your ancestors they have or will walk on this planet isn't that beautiful that even your you know your pinnacle the the person that you're placing at the pinnacle maybe your role model maybe even seen them it doesn't really matter maybe your favorite performer maybe your favorite actress doesn't really matter where they are but they live on this planet and you and them you both see the same stars you both see the same planets right you both see the same sun right doesn't really matter how wealthy or how influential they can be but you and them live under the same conditions you and them uh you see the same sun right you see the same stars so you are pretty much um receiving or are bound by the same things right i i i always say uh, i mean i i remember texting one of my friends and i'm like uh you know um the, the moon was so beautiful and we we always do this with my friends and you know we like isn't it amazing that you can be i don't know kilometers away from me and yet we you can just go outside and you can just look at the same moon isn't that incredible it's 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 so beautiful and of course yeah, of course i mean we speak about earth so <laughs> and um um so right we 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 have discussed a few things about earth right and i mean let's let's speak a little bit about um gravity of earth okay uh maybe mass first and and the density and i mean obviously we have just spoken about mass mass of an object would literally represent the concentration of matter in it right like the concentration of something in it right the heavier an object is then the more its mass will be okay pretty much that so it is a constant value okay unless you go to the gym of course it is a constant value um as opposed to weight okay i mean we spoke about weight weight is actually a measure of gravity and it literally changes from place to place okay it literally changes from place to place if you go to the moon um you, you would have a different weight although have the same mass now um uh so 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 it's 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 pretty much so even on earth you don't really have the same uh gravity sort of pulling everything towards the center okay um the the, the higher 
you so the maybe if you go to the mountain it would measure slightly less gravity than you are when you're on the ground like on the you know sea level right or on the ground right so even on earth if you go to higher places you 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 have a less slightly less gravity than when you are near the center of earth okay so it's pretty much like that and so i mean there's been various methods that were used to determine earth's mass um and you can just imagine i mean how complex that was i mean <laughs> really really complex so i mean when you go to the times of um uh the uh, pro uh, the 18th century yes the 18th century um uh um uh, you find a mathematician who uh he was uh, he was in uh he was at a place uh a, a called Equida right a very ancient mathematician his name was Pierre right Pierre um yeah right Pierre and so he was in that place and he could estimate the mass of earth okay there's been various of methods that have been used but i'm just giving you an example that happened long time ago so he could estimate the mass of earth uh because what he did he was he measured so he did something and then he tried to measure the extent uh to which to to so so you would know that gravity would deflect things right so he measured the extent of deflection of that gravity okay he was standing on a mountain and because of that deflection uh you know obviously mass is highly related to gravity you could then measure the the, the mass of that gravity and since he knew the mass of the uh, i mean not the mass of gravity the mass of the mountain why are you not saying you know the mass of the mountain you could estimate the mass of the mass of the mass of the mountain and from estimating the mass of the mountain then he he sort of could estimate um you know the 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 mass of earth now now there's been plenty of methods that can that were used today we have a very sensitive instrument and it's called a torsion balance okay it's called a torsion balance and it's generally the one that's used to determine the earth's mass um right so so uh you, you want to check that out and so that's 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 pretty much it uh, about about earth's mass right and i mean if you have your mass how do you calculate earth's density you basically divide that mass by by the volume okay and and you would basically get um uh the t and when we speak about the volume volume of earth volume would be what it's it's if we when i speak about the volume of a box volume of a cube box it's the amount of space it takes that's the volume okay we're not speaking of volume in terms of how louder music is right but volume in physical sense anything has got volume if it don't have volume it don't exist right you have got volume okay so 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 how do you calculate your density you're going to have to measure your volume and your mass do the mathematics and you get your density okay so that's pretty much it so this is what we're going to end with gravity and magnetism of earth okay now i mean uh, you know uh, gravity is actually more complicated than one could think it is right somebody if you ask them about gravity they would literally say it's a force and that's okay but it's really really much more complicated when it's you know it's it's sort of scrutinized and people are actually studying uh, gravity 
because because if if you look at what gravity is or if you look at the laws of physics um they explain what happens okay if you look at the laws of physics the laws of physics only explain what happens right they explain what happens what are we speaking about the law of gravity so the law of gravity was actually um uh okay the law of gravity was uh clarified newton sort of clarified our understanding of gravity by him you know formulating his famous uh uh you know, a law of gravity, which is the law of gravity that we use, right? And there's 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 a way that that you state that law, and it the, 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 there's mathematics that define that. Okay, if if uh, you might want to check that out, but I'll just tell you now, um, the law of gravity, the statement it says, um, every particle in the universe attracts every other particle with a force that varies directly as a product of their masses and inversely as the square of the distance between them. So that's pretty much complicated to somebody who did not really have a background in physics. But what it means is that is that um um you know that 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 would describe the mathematics that describe that describes the gravity. Okay, but the point that I was on is that although we can speak about this, this does not define okay, this only tells us about the regularity what we see happening okay but does not really tell us about the origin or why do things happen but it's describing the regularity if if you get my point it's describing how objects move because of this law of gravity we can predict when an asteroid is going to come and crack with earth we can predict when is the lunar eclipse going to happen we can predict and if i can tell you something um the theory in physics is really regarded as being powerful if it can, if it can predict stuff okay so we can i mean we're not, we're not predicting like what's going to happen in your life in the future we're predicting the motion of bodies okay so using these laws of mathematics these laws of physics we can predict where bodies are going to be in certain times that's why we we know when it's gonna you know when 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 the moon is gonna have a lunar eclipse when the sun is gonna be you know the, the the solar eclipse we can know that stuff because of these laws but they can only tell us so much about those they describe what's already happening not what why they happen if you get me right and so that's why we say gravity you know and and your, your magnetism as well uh, there are some of the mysterious forces in 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 the universe but um considerable information about them has been gathered so far right can be gathered so far so i mean when we speak about gravity of course you can say it's a force um, more accurately, you can call it a terrestrial gravity because, I mean, when we speak about Earth and stuff, and, you know, um, it's actually applied to the gravitational force that's exerted by Earth, okay? So gravity is the force that pulls all materials towards the center of Earth, okay? That's why Earth is a sphere. If it was flat, you wouldn't have gravity, okay? So, so, so what the law of gravity says, it says the force of gravity basically becomes smaller and smaller as you move away from the center, okay? That's why when you go to higher places, you experience a small gravity, right? Right? You get that? That's pretty much it. The, 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 the further away you move from the center of Earth, then the less gravity you'd have. So you are really measuring the force of gravity every time you weigh yourself. You get that? 
<laughs> if we're gonna say um, your weight is 65 kilograms that would mean you are pulled towards the center of earth with a force of 65 you would then want to convert that to the force of course but then it would it would be 65 kilograms force right when you convert that to the mass but then there would be a force for that right you are really pulled towards the earth with that force literally that's that's pretty much it is and so since your weight uh, decreases as you move away from the center of earth you will weigh slightly less on the top of a mountain right than in a deep valley that's that's pretty much what it is right right so uh for for magnets why we speak of magnetism when we speak about earth that's because in the early 17th century um you, you you that was actually in the 1600 yeah it was 1600 you find there's uh sir william he's called sir william right uh he was an english physician right and he 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 discovered that earth behaves like a magnet you know how magnets behave right you know how they behave if you have two opposite sides of the magnet they can't really be attached with each other right you've got to have you now if you've got opposite side of the magnet they attach with each other but if they are the same they don't come close with each other right that's generally how magnets behave okay you have two magnets you want to put them together they're going to repel if you're basically putting together the same size but if they are opposite sides of the magnet if you put them together then they're gonna attract each other okay so generally in physics they would then be called it's, it would either be the south pole or the north pole or the positive side and the negative side you can't have the same size being attracted together right that's the that's the nature of physics that's the nature of the physical sciences right you've got two opposite sides of the magnet you put them together they attract each other but when you have the same size of the magnet you put them together they repel each other okay even with the charges that's pretty much how they work okay if you have two positive charges you put them together they repel each other but if you have negative charge and the positive charge you put them together they attract each other that's how it happens okay so so back in time sir william an english physician back in time um so he also found out that earth actually behaves like a magnet but a really huge magnet and and he denoted them as you know you've got the south pole and you've got the north pole and um this idea of earth behaving like a magnet is now universally accepted and it's it's been proven of course that's why when you use a compass the needle of the compass would you know fall along the lines of the force that runs from one magnetic pole to the other right and um, um obviously the, the magnetic poles they don't actually correspond exactly to the geographic poles okay so we would have the geographic poles geography earth poles and then would have the magnetic poles right and they are sort of not in the same direction that's pretty much how we're gonna far we're gonna cover today right um and <laughs> right after this uh, uh one important thing and uh, uh i mean we will be closing hope you enjoy the show what is active worship what? 
Hello, Active FM. My name is Ria Betsu and I am part of Active Worship. Active Worship is a group of kingdom builders who use their instruments and vocals as another means to glorify God and have recorded thus far 12 great albums. And I am so privileged and honored to be part of the team. I get to sing back up, I write songs and lead worship, and it's just been an overall blessing to me. So yeah, I'm very grateful for Active Worship. Well, I think it's time for you to go ahead and listen. And of course, we have just reached to the end of the Void show. Thank you so much for having joined us today. I really hope you learned some stuff. We discussed um, amazing things about our planet, um, that beautiful story as well, right? And we even spoke about mass and weight, okay? You now know the difference. When you go to the moon, we would measure a different weight, okay? Not mass, right? <laughs> um, your, your mass is your property, but your weight, weight is gravity, okay? Weight is gravity. You don't affect gravity, but gravity affects you, right? So, so... Um, we, we should know the difference, right? And um, we spoke about really great stuff, and I hope you learned a lot today. And so uh, please do share out the show if you loved it. And have a fantastic week ahead of you. All the love from Active FM. And I will see you again next week. Same time, same place. Bye. Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gab and Twitter at ActiveFM, Instagram at ActiveFM777, and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM.